And I'm James. And today we're going to talk about the idea that art isn't play, which is kind of an aggressive title, but we're talking about uh, how we can take our art seriously and what it looks like to take our art seriously. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that a lot of artists have it in their mind that there's no point ever creating if it's not going to be fun. And I think that is not the right attitude that we should be taking. I think obviously art can be really fun and really rewarding and should be really fun, and re- really rewarding. And um, if it's, you know, something, if it's killing you or if it's, you know, something that you hate doing, obviously that's not desirable either. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, this idea that every single time you sit down to do your art, you should be like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's no, there's no point doing it until that feeling comes over you. Yeah. I this is probably one of the biggest issues I have working with clients is that they are married to the idea that it should be fun every time that they show up to write their novels, write their screenplays, whatever it is they're doing. And when it isn't and they come to me they said I've had a really bad two weeks, like every time it's just been such a grind, like what's wrong? And I think that we just need to reframe that a little bit because there's nothing wrong with it being difficult and there's nothing wrong with it at times being, you know, almost not enjoyable when we when we really commit to our art and take it really seriously so we want to finish a novel or we want to finish a screenplay or we want to you know finish a collection or whatever it is that you're doing we need to realize that it's not always going to be fun and if we want to complete that project that it's not it's not play it can feel like play at times but it isn't play i think for me it's um comes into the distinction between the experiencing self and the remembering self as well because there are two ways that are that we experience the world. It's it's how we uh, feel in the moment and how we think about an event after it happens. And for me, often in, in the moment, often I can quite enjoy my art and I enjoy the flow. Um, but my uh, remembering self either really doesn't want to do it, or after the, at the end of the project thinks something was really satisfying. Does that make sense? So it's like it's there's a sort of a disconnect between my remembering self and my and my thinking self uh, and my experiencing self where it's like in the moment yeah i do you enjoy it in the moment yeah so in the moment i often enjoy it yeah. and, and often it's quite easy and flowy but when i sit down my memory of it is oh, oh like, that was when really you come hard. back to it you're like i don't know that i want to do this it's yeah. too hard but right. then much later on yeah i'm like that was really satisfying so it's almost like three different phases for me yeah I yeah sure. i think definitely like the willpower that it takes to sit down and to do the work you can often be like god this is so difficult when when you actually get into it you might find a state of flow that's what you're getting yeah at. for sure yeah. i feel like i explained that completely terribly but no, basically it's just like yeah and often sometimes i never achieve that flow like this morning i found it really hard to write yeah um but the, I, the, I found it really hard for the first 200 words. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. Why am I doing this? But then I kind of found the flow again. Yeah. But the reason I didn't want to be there is because my memory of writing in that moment was like, oh, it's been so hard the last week. Yeah. I so you don't I don't want to be here. Yeah. I think we've just got to make peace with the fact that if we want to take ourselves seriously as creatives, that it's not going to be fun each time. And that that doesn't reflect on you as a creator it doesn't mean that you are doing badly it doesn't mean that something's wrong with your book um you know i literally hear the phrase all the time oh shouldn't this be fun and i'm like yeah sometimes it should and we should talk in a minute about like when the crosses over the line but i think that it shouldn't always be fun and it's different we're not we're not doing this as a hobby anymore we want to create something to, that connects with people we want to be generous we're being vulnerable it's a massive pro- process and it's not always going to be fun and games 
And even if you don't necessarily want to connect to people with your art and you're just, you are doing it for quote unquote fun. It's like, I think that art is something almost, almost like exercise sometimes. It's like, I feel so much better when I do my art, even if I found it hard that day. It's mm-hmm. just like, I feel so much better when I've been to the gym, even though I maybe found it hard to show up that day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some mental... What is that noise? I don't know. It's like that mental... Uh, almost like a mental workout. Showing yeah, up to do it. For sure. And like I notice so much... There's such a difference between when I can push through that moment and I can actually sit down and, and write my 500 words. In the long run, I always feel better, even if it was a hard thing to do in the moment. Yeah, I agree. And by in the long run, I mean like within 30 minutes of finishing, mm. I feel my mental state improve. Mm. And I think we need to talk about and like I get a lot of people messaging me being like it's just been a fucking grind for years and mm. I just I, I hate it I hate the process like it's not what I envisioned it's not what I want you know when does it cross over the line of well we you need to do something different because whilst it isn't play whilst we're doing something vulnerable generous and we should be taking it seriously and it is always going to be hard obviously there's a time where it's like only taking away from you and we start buying into these like miserable artist tropes where we think that art is only misery and that's also where we need to do some work 100 percent. i think like when you're in that real long pit of despair i think that's when you need to that's when you know you need to change things up like have you been trying the same thing over and over and over again for ages or and like, of course, that's not working. If you know, if, it's like if you've been trying the same thing for two, three years, and and you feel horrible about it. It's like, yeah, you should definitely do something different. But that doesn't mean I think you should give up your art. Yeah, I think it just means like, have you been writing only novels? Like maybe you should start playing around with short stories, or maybe you should try and mm. um, learn to draw or learn a new skill or something. Yeah. And I think often as well, the issue is not the craft itself when we're in those big funks and nothing's working and you've been struggling for years and it's not felt like play for years or, you know, months. I think, I mean, most commonly, I would say that the issue is that you are not allowing yourself to create shitty work and you're hung up on creating perfect work and it's really fucking you and it's really in your way. Yeah, I feel like this is probably something that's more common with people who work on one project for a very long time and that project is never getting done and I've been working on this one book or whatever it is for for three years and I feel like I'm not making any progress Mm. Um, and of course it's going to be you're going to have times when you're working on something for that long where it's going to be really hard Mm, definitely and it can feel like long stretches where and I can imagine it would feel like there are long stretches where it's just not working Mm. yeah I mean I've experienced that multiple times even in projects that I love where it's like Christ it's been like three months and it's just been everything that has been a grind Mm. it's been so difficult I think conversely as well like sometimes we feel like art's a grind because we're not doing the art like it's just procrastination after procrastination and you're like fuck you know art's been so difficult because I haven't been doing it and it's not the art's fault at all and that's so true I think To, to me I always feel like it's a grind when I'm not working conversely like yeah I feel less enthusiastic about it the less, the I less do you about do it. it of it yeah which is why obviously coming all it comes all the way back to making sure you do a little bit every day yeah fuck it does doesn't it like every episode we talk about and this like, i want to say i've taken four days off writing in the last four days i mean we've had a really big time at work you know amy's new course is out amy's new website is up like it's just been busy 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 and i was just like well fuck it i'm not writing mm. and I, that's also fine because i know i know i didn't have the en- i knew i didn't have the energy for it yeah but that only comes from like really thinking why don't i want to write today yeah and and also you can fall back on your habit 
Mm. So having the four days off isn't detrimental to you. You, you have the habit to fall back on. This is not going to ruin all routine. Absolutely. Like I know I can get back into it. That's the blessing of the habit. That's the blessing of the consistency mm. is that when you need to take a break because it's not feeling like play or be- because it's difficult and you just need some time away, then you can, that's okay. You can take the time away and you should take the time away mm. because you know that you have the habits that you've instilled through consistency. Uh, yeah. Over I, months think, and I months. think that's the thing. It's like, Amy and I always talk about, talk about this 500 words a day thing, but you know, if you've been doing that consistently for six months, give yourself a break. Oh my God. Yeah. Like take a holiday. Yeah. Trust yourself. And that's why it's so beautiful. Like the consistency and the small goals and the shitty art allow you to take breaks and trust yourself. It gives you trust again. And that's what I talk about in For the Procrastinator is like the issue with procrastination is we have lost faith in ourselves and we've betrayed ourselves and we've ghosted ourselves. And the remedy to that is consistent crappy art each day, which then allows you to trust yourself, which means you can take things like holidays. You can just have a day off because you feel like it. And you know you're always going to return to your art. You're not worried that you're going to betray yourself again because you've got this proof that you can show up consistently even when you take breaks. Yeah. Yeah, and because you think of yourself as the sort of person who can write yeah. consistently or create it's, consistently. Yeah, it's a part of your identity. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and then where that comes into fun mm. is potentially that um, if you're not having fun with your art, if you already have that trust in yourself, you can be like, well, I, I maybe I just need to go back to the well, for example. Like, you know, Maybe it's, it's time for consuming or for writing right now. Or... Yeah. I mean, that's such an important part of it as well, mm. like consuming the art. Perhaps we have this uh, illusion that uh, art should be like play because consuming art is often play. Like the way when we listen to music, when we watch movies, that's play. And art is play. And when we, uh, when we grow up, but when we're kids, we see creative things as something to consume and it's nearly always play. Um, and But it isn't. It doesn't mean that it's always play creating those things. And I think what I was trying to get to in my very clumsy metaphor before was like, there's a difference between fun and satisfaction and both of them are just are good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing to say. And sometimes satisfying things aren't fun in the moment, but satisfaction is also a really pleasurable, enjoyable feeling as well. Totally. Yeah. Perhaps this is a little too black and white. Like it's, it's going to be satisfying. It's going to be, you know, make you feel vulnerable. It's going to show parts of yourself. It's going to help you grow. It's going to, you know, help you understand yourself more. It's going to help you heal wounds. Like creating it is so complex and so vast and it gives so much to us if we're willing to, you know, be vulnerable about it and commit to it. And it's so much better than play and then just pure unadulterated fun. You know, it's so much more complex and full and divine than that i wonder if um the hard works hard work pays off people have just like figured out that if you do something consistently it gives you heaps of satisfaction and they're almost just trying to preach to people but they just have like this shit way of doing it the hard work pays off yeah yeah Yeah. i mean people who work hard every day like are on that high of what it feels like to be constantly productive i guess yeah right and it can be a really good feeling until you freaking deck yourself yeah yeah they haven't got the nuance to talk about that if you have the trust in yourself because you know that you keep consistently showing off that showing up that then you can take the breaks and you mm. can incorporate rest and yeah it does and your whole life doesn't revolve around the idea of hard work paying off yeah mm, interesting do we have any more to say on this i don't know i'm so tired this week i know we really didn't want to do a podcast this week we're like yeah. sitting on the couch being like 
do we have to <laughs> do you want to do a quick update on where we are we are at as creatives sure sure you um you go first so obviously i tried to do nano this month and it was going well i was sitting sticking to my thousand words a day and i took my four days off recently but then i was like you know what fuck it like i'll just do four more days in december yeah great. and then i'll be finished anyway yeah so that's what i'm doing so you nearly finished the book the first draft of this book yeah and you'll be finished on like december 4th mm, should be yeah around then around then With, and i love that i love that about you because you're not you're not con- obsessing around the idea that you said you were going to finish end of november and you're not beating yourself Friends, up the 31st of, De- of november is like an arbitrary date yeah it's fucking dumb we've made up this calendar that sh- doesn't even have to exist yeah goals you know and goals can be so of service to us but like these kind of things you just need to be an adult about it mm. and you need to be able to give yourself flexibility and the uh, fact that you're going to finish your book on december 4th literally it's just there's no point being distressed in any way about that. Literally, mm, so interesting. But I've actually I've enjoyed this book. It's been difficult because it's my pre- my first novel was three points of view, which I kind of found easier because you're just writing three short stories, kind of or three novelettes. Yeah. But like one point of view, you have to just keep going on that one. You gotta get refreshed. Yeah. So sometimes you get stale, a bit bored of that one character. Yeah. But it's been a really interesting experience. Cool. And I'm still, I am still enjoying it. Good. But I'll be, happy, I'll be happy to have a little, a longer break after I finish it. Yeah, perfect. Also, I really didn't want to write the climax so badly. Why? I don't know. Like, I hadn't planned much of the climax, I think, maybe. Mm, it's hard to keep writing when you don't know what you're about to write. Yeah. So it just feels a bit like this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Mm. But. Still nearly done. Yeah. Nearly done. And you? I have been writing my new book for the Burnt Out Artist this month and I was kind of half, if you listen to our episode on National Novel Writing Month, which again is the 50,000 word goal in the month of November, I was kind of like half-assing, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll participate, I'll try and, and do, I was going to do similar to what James Zipper watched, which was the 1,000 words a day and I've by no means done that. Um, but I think I'll be basically finished my book by the end of the month, which I'm really excited about. Um, and more than just excited about getting that done, I am, have, I'm just learning so much about burnout, about rest, about everything. And for, I think it was yesterday, I was just sitting in the hammock and I was like, fuck, I just, we've forgotten how to rest. We've just just so disconnected from what brings us joy, what brings us pleasure, what brings us energy. And so I've decided to dedicate like the rest of 2020 to just literally giving into all my impulses and just giving myself, uh, you know, without having to ask permission, without having to earn it, just rest whenever I need it and indulgence whenever I need it. If my inner child wants to go down and buy a chocolate bar, that's what she gets. Like just listening to those um, callings that I have that I think so many of us tune out because we don't feel like we deserve it unless we're productive or we need to earn it, you know, things like that. I came home yesterday. I'd been at a friend, uh, visiting a friend and there's just like two packets of chips, two packets of crackers. Like there's a pa- box of Parmesan. And I'm like, we already had another block of Parmesan. <laughs> Amy's just like desperate for another block of tra- Parmesan. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I just went to the shop. So I was like, what do you want? Yeah. And I, you know, I'm still getting those internal voices that are like, oh, you know, that's more expensive than normal. Or, you know, you haven't, you know, maybe you should have this after you launch, you know, the collective. Like, you know, I always want to earn these things. And so I'm really trying to rewrite those narratives by actually doing the work and like indulging before I, in inverted commas, earn it. And just knowing how much I deserve 
all joy, all abundance, all rest without having to do fucking anything. I'm really putting in an effort to reprogram that, those stories as I write this book and as we come to the end of 2020. And I've, I've been encouraging and I invited everybody today on Instagram to really join me in that and just start noticing when you're depriving yourself or ignoring your own impulses and own desires because I think that's really how we function predominantly, mm. particularly in the West. Couldn't agree more. So that's been my journey. Incidentally, there is no 31st of November. I just I was, I was just sitting there being like, is there a 31st? No, which is why it's such an arbitrary date. I mean, exactly. it doesn't even exist. And they proves your point more. Yeah. Um, there could be. See, there could have easily been a 31st of November. Mm, I, Some random dude, like, I don't know, Julius Caesar or something who did stuff with calendars, just invented it. It was like, there's a, 30, there's a 30th of November yeah. and there's not a 31st. Exactly. I, because I've randomly decided... Very arbitrary. And that now determines what date Nanarimo finishes. Because of some <laughs> Roman emperor. Not that Julius Caesar was an emperor. He was a dictator. Thanks, James. Get your facts straight now. <laughs> um, in terms of what's been... We've been launching. We've had a really big month of launching stuff. So we have a beautiful new website now. Um, and the Gemlin course got this incredible revamp. So we reshot it all. And it's in 14 different uh, episodes now. So it's really consumable with lots of journaling prompts. Uh, and that's fresh and launched on the website and we're about to launch the inspired collective which is my subscription which is two masterclasses a month where we just get to be together and i get to coach i this is about working with me as a creative coach um so there's lots of goodies there if you are interested it's all up on the website we're about to launch that really soon and also and the, the collective also has archival footage from um, masterclass, masterclasses you've done in the past, yeah, um, and including in-person masterclasses. It gives you a discount on the rest of Amy's website. Um, you get journaling prompts. You get homework from the live masterclasses, yeah. and the live masterclasses get recorded so you can watch them later. Yeah, you get added to my close friends, so, so you we get can have ask, community there. You get to ask Amy questions, and she'll answer them in those masterclasses. So yeah. it really is like you get to show up with Amy twice a month, and she will coach you through your creative journey. Yeah. I'm in a really freaking excited. I've done a lot of masterclasses for free this year. Just, you know, kind of call people up. And it's been so amazing to just teach and to be with you and to watch you all do the art that you do. It's been really cool. So I'm really excited for this. And then the final thing is you might have noticed on the podcast um, app that you're using that there's been some funny stuff happening. That's because we when we switched over to the website, um, it just sort of bumped off the majority of our podcasts so we just have to be slow we're slowly going to be re-adding them over the course of uh the next couple of weeks yeah. we have to manually re-upload them all um which is a little bit of a pain but just do it slowly over time yeah so they should all be up there again soon so sorry about that and you'll probably just get notifications saying we have a new podcast out but it'll probably just be the old ones getting re-uploaded oh, yeah. which will be a little bit annoying but um yeah so funnily enough it's it's easier to transfer a podcast to a new domain than it is to Ref, like to have uh, transfer your domain name over to a fresh it's site. It's been a bit of a. It's weird. It's been a bit of a shit show. Yeah. It's been a big learning experience. I think I felt super vulnerable vulnerability hangovers from all the stuff I've been launching recently, and also like a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, like last week's episode on comparison and and like our own pacing. I felt it all kind of come up as mm. I release new stuff. It's been really interesting. I think when we are vulnerable and we are generous and then we actually release the shit, a lot of our insecurities can kind of come up. Yeah, for sure. Like launch day is one of the worst, well, not worst. It's one of the most intense intense days that you'll experience. Any new product launch is like... It's a lot. And you're like, but I don't have any work to do today because it's launched. But it's like, yeah, but somehow that's the worst. That's the most stressful <laughs> day. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if you are giving your work out there, it's just a call to be gentle to yourself and kind to yourself and remember that you are on the path and the timing is perfect and you're doing exactly what you need to do. And thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, a bit of a random episode. Yeah, whatever. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being with us. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Even on days where we don't really feel like talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we will see you next week. See you next week.